Welcome back to Work, Love, Pray, Real Talk, Grounded in Truth. I'm Jordan Johnstone. How are you doing? I mean, really, how are you? Are you thriving or are you just kind of surviving? So far this year, we have talked about redefining goals, redefining work, and redefining change. And now it's time to tackle a big kahuna, redefining balance. Now, I know balance might feel like one of the most unattainable things right now, thanks to the ongoing effects of a pandemic quarantine and our normal changing, I feel like, every day. Balance, though, is just as important today as it was a year ago, and it has never and will never stop being something that deserves priority in all of our lives. But when life is crazy and uncertain and full of fear of what tomorrow will bring, our default knee-jerk reaction might be to just go all in and push ourselves hard, usually with work, because it feels like we're doing something and we're injecting purpose back into our lives where we can. But that is a dangerous game to play, especially in a pandemic. You have to know when it's okay to push yourself and when you need to pump the brakes and slow down. Here to talk with me today about doing just that is Shay Bynes. Shay is a passionate storyteller and strategist who ignites and equips leaders to be catalysts for transformation in their spheres of influence. Known as Chief Fire Igniter, she has reached over half a million aspiring and current entrepreneurs around the globe through her devotion her books, courses, short films, and podcasts. Shay co-founded the Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur Movement in 2012, and her most popular book, Grace Over Grind, How Grace Will Take Your Business Where Grinding Can't, is shifting the way people live, work, and engage the world around them. Shay was actually also part of Forward's Christian Women Entrepreneurs event last year and was absolutely a highlight for everyone who attended. So Shay, thank you so much for being here today to talk about this very important topic with us. Hi, Jordan. Thanks for having me. It's good to be here. Okay, so I have to ask, where did Chief Fire Igniter come from? Because that's just cool. <laughs> so nobody's ever asked me that before. <laughs> I, I might get the timing of this wrong, but about a year or a little bit more after Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur started, when I was in prayer, God started talking to me a lot about fire. And he started showing me how in the Bible, how fire represents you know, his presence, his power, his purity, his love, and all of that. And as he was revealing all of these things to me through the word, he said to me, you're my chief fire igniter. And <laughs> so I knew, I just kind of took it. I had never come up yeah. with it myself. It's just something that, you know, he really spoke to my heart probably about yeah. a year, a year and a half after we started Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur. Mm. So that's where that came from. <laughs> I love it. Like I said, I love, it's just so unique. That's so cool. I was like, I have to ask her. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So we wanted to tackle this notion of balance this month because, I mean, after a year of quarantine and things are just, everything's on its head, you know, what what even is balance anymore, <laughs> you know? So, I mean, has it been hard for you to find balance in a pandemic? Because, I mean, you, you've got your plate full. Yeah. And so to give context to that, so I am married. I've mm-hmm. been in married for 21 years. My husband and I have three daughters. And so one of them is a toddler she mm-hmm. just turned four yesterday. Um, the next one is is in middle school. She will be twelve. I mean, she'll be thirteen. She's twelve now. She'll be thirteen shortly. And then our oldest is in college. She's she just turned twenty. Oh so my goodness! Have, so we have a very interesting house dynamic with all yeah. the things happening. And then yeah. both of us are business owners. So just to give you a sense of kind of our world, <laughs> just a little bit, just, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So that's a little bit of our world. So it was interesting, actually, last year. I think the biggest shift 
uh, really in last year and trying to get into the groove was this whole schooling thing with yes. my kids that, yeah. you know, my daughter, my middle daughter is a really great student, but she really struggled mm. with virtual school I and more than I even realized, to be honest. And mm. so my balance that the way I typically worked and moved and all of those things was really disrupted because yeah. I really had to focus in and mm. spend a lot more time managing and then to the point of even micromanaging my very independent daughter's, yeah. you know, schooling situation. Right. Yeah. So that was yeah. a, that was a shift for both of us. And also was the cause of some conflict for both of us. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet. I bet. Yeah. But yeah. if she wasn't micromanaged, she would have failed, right? So I think. Right. So I think that one of the things that 2020 was uh, a stretch was that willingness to just stay. You know, I call balance grace 360. <laughs> it's like yeah. making sure that I'm just exalting just the grace of God in my life in every single area more than my own strength, my own ability, my own whatever. Like, I just want to make sure I'm leaning into the goodness of God's grace and the power mm -hmm. of his grace in every single area. And that was very much stretched for me last year as it related to yeah. my parenting, you mm -hmm. know, in the midst yeah. of the, the work life too. Oh, yeah. Well, so in your career, I mean, outside of pandemic year, <laughs> have, <laughs> you, have you ever pushed yourself too hard for too long? And what was the outcome of that? Absolutely. I mean, I think many of us have. Um, for me, anytime that I've pushed too hard, ultimately mm -hmm. what happens is either I'm physically, mentally, emotionally exhausted, yeah. uh, which then turns into making poor decisions in other areas of my life, um, or I have find myself carrying too much stress and anxiety, mm -hmm. you know, uh, those are typically the things that happen or I'll start making fear-based decisions or whatever. But bottom line is that whatever is going on, I've now stepped out of that, that rhythm of God's grace and I'm trying to do all the things on my own. And yeah. as soon as that happens, it's not, you know, the longer that you stay in that space, the worse yeah. the, the repercussions yeah. of, that, of that is. So I have yeah. definitely, I've, I've absolutely have done that before. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, and you mentioned, I mean, anxiety. I mean, I know for me, when I'm out of balance, like that's one of the first clues is that I'm just anxious. I'm short tempered, which I have two kids and, you know, one of them is five and a half. One of them is about to be one in a couple of days. And so, I, you know, little, little, little bit of stuff going on at home. And, you know, so I, when I let everything get crazy, I just get frustrated too. I mean, that's kind of like my overall feeling is I'm just frustrated with life and, you know, so besides what you had mentioned, like, do you, what other warning signs do you have that like, hey, I'm getting really close to being unbalanced? Yeah. So for me, I, I actually feel tension physically in, oh, my, yeah. I, in yeah. my shoulders, in yeah. my neck, in the back of my head. So I know if I'm starting to feel that, something's not right. You right. Know? Yeah. Um, I'm very aware of my thoughts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. when Good. my thoughts... <laughs> start when I start going into stinking thinking mode, mm -hmm. you know, I know something's out of whack because my yeah. normal, my normal default is to be positive mm. to, you know, so when I start having all these fears, all these doubts, all these like weird stuff that I don't normally have anxiety yeah. around, yeah. I'm like, okay, something's out of whack. Something's out of yeah. balance. So I'm paying attention to my thought life. I'm paying attention to um, my reactions to other people, mm. uh, which would typically be really grace filled, but when I'm starting to feel the tension, they're not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm physically paying attention to what's going yeah. on in my body. Those yeah. tend to be for me the 
the most substantial sign. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, when you, I mean, even just like the physical things, like when you do feel that coming on, do you have like a, a practice that you do? Do you like go get a massage? Do you do yoga? Like, do you do things to try yes. to like stop it? Yeah. Well, I will, first of all, I'm married to a massage therapist. Nice. <laughs> the best I bet. Yeah, man. That but I will awesome. tell you this. Okay. So I had this shift happen in my life. Uh, it's been many years now. I would think that was in 2013 mm-hmm. where I really shifted my whole life into, it's where the book Grace Over Grind came from. Okay. Where yeah. I shifted into like, I just live and work in the unforced rhythms of God's grace. And I will mm-hmm. tell you that ever since I made that shift, that these episodes of stuff that we're talking about, they have yeah. been, they're f- further apart and they're few and it, and it happens fewer times. Okay. okay. So hopefully we'll talk about that because I think that that's been transformational for my life. Right. Yeah. And so, so because of that, these things don't happen a ton for me, but when Mm -hmm. they do, when they do, when I notice I'm having issues with my thinking, I'm like, okay, am I, I'm taking care of, I'm thinking about all the things that I'm supposed to be taking care of. Where am I doing it? Where am I doing too much? Let me stop. Let me seek God for wisdom concerning a situation. Last mm-hmm. year with the situation with my daughter, with the, you know, with the schooling situation, yeah. I knew there was so much tension around that. And so, and I knew I was doing that in my own strength. So mm-hmm. I started taking my walks and saying, Lord, okay, I need, first of all, I need your perspective concerning the situation mm-hmm. with my daughter. Yeah. Um, yeah. Please give me your perspective so I can see <laughs> things the way you see them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, reemphasize your heart for my daughter and the schooling situation, all of these things, so I can align with that. Yeah. And then give me strategy for how to navigate. And he was so yeah. faithful to do all of those things. Mm. And so then I, th- so then I turned into God's strategy yeah. <laughs> for how to navigate the situation, you know, mm. with my daughter. And that, yeah. that did cause me to have to stop doing some things that normally I would be doing in order to focus on doing that. But mm. I had to trust God in the midst of that and as me taking care of the things that I need to handle that God's got God's got all the rest of the things. So typically I'm going to God for strategy because I know his strategy Mm -hmm. is way better than my strategy. Oh yeah. Sometimes (laughs) I get that from the word and sometimes I get it just through prayer and him just speaking Mm -hmm. something to my heart. Mm. Yeah. Well, what do you think is the number one reason why we push ourselves so hard? I mean, and and often, even again, outside of pandemic, we go to breaking points. I mean, and that's why we have a very stressed out society. (laughs) True. Yeah. I, I really do think that the number one reason is because we're performing. Um, mm-hmm. It's like performing for who? You know, you could be performing right. for God. You could be yeah. performing for your spouse. You could be performing for yourself based off of your own expectations. You could be performing mm-hmm. for your kids, you know, but as as the more kind of, even if you're not conscious, consciously performance driven, a yeah. lot of us can be even subconscious, you know, subconsciously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that that's one of the big reasons why we end up doing so much in our own strength and feeling like we need to do all the things yeah. all the time and make all the things happen when in reality, that's not the way it has to be at all. Yeah. 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 Did you have anything this past year that, you know, it did come up and you went, man, I guess this is the time to let that go. Like, you know, just kind of take it off the plate and not even have to worry about it in the whole balancing act. Like, did you have anything that came? It's interesting because toward the end of last year, uh, I think it was around September or October, I really felt like the Lord was calling me to take a a short sabbatical Mm. um, through the end of, for 
and, and the plan was to do it after Thanksgiving and through the end of the year. Okay. But as we got closer, I really felt like he was saying, you need to start earlier. And hmm. so now for me, that's kind of a big deal. Like I had never yeah. taken that many weeks. Even the short sabbatical was longer than I had ever taken away yeah. from work. Hmm. And so now that I'm sensing that he's like, it needs to be longer. I'm like, okay. And so I ended up taking the second week of November all the way through the end of the year on wow. a full sabbatical, no work, no work. Wow. Wow. And what I didn't realize is that the reason why I had to start earlier was because I didn't know how bad the situation was mm. with the schooling situation with my daughter. Um. And so once so once I knew that and I was able to focus in on that, mm. it was like those things all came together, you know? Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't have known that. Right. Honestly. Right. Right. I would have just been doing what I do. You know, we yeah. just put it in the same rhythms of, you know, doing mm. what we do. And so, you know, God knows best. But yeah. Uh, yeah, he he had me pull away from work completely for mm. seven, what what was that seven weeks? I'd never done that in my entire adult life. I've been working since I was fourteen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd never had that many weeks away. I'd done wow. two weeks, three yeah. weeks, yeah, yeah. You know? But I'd never done seven weeks before. So yeah, I was called wow. to put aside my work. Wow, that's seven awesome. weeks. That's awesome. I wish yeah. I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny, Jordan. And then yeah. when I came back, so the plan was to come back in January, right? Yeah. yeah. So I came back. I had plans to come back full effect, you know, in the new year. My mom passes away on January 3rd. Oh. So then after that, Hosea said, you're on semi-sabbatical now. Like, what does that look like? Okay. Yeah. So, so I went into half work mode and oh. then I thought I was just going to do that for two weeks. And he says, you need it longer. Mm. So I was in semi-sabbatical mode until March. So wow. full sabbatical, and I trust God. And I'm telling you, we didn't miss a thing. Oh, you know, God yeah. took care of all the things. You know, oh. it's just like just to just be. I had to be a very present daughter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, a present yeah. sister. I had to be a present mom. You know, yeah. all, and then I had to be a present for myself as I'm mm-hmm. mourning the loss of my mom. You know, so yeah. all of those things. You know, but God is just so good, and there was still peace in the midst of it. You know, there was mm-hmm. still joy peace, grace, favor, yeah. all of yeah. it in the midst of wow. all of it, you know, wow. instead of me taking all the things like, no, I've got to do all the things. Yeah. You know? No, I don't have to do all the things. <laughs> well, I mean, and that's just a good example. I mean, you talk a lot about doing business in partnership with God. Yes. I mean, that's a great example of that. Now, is that something you said you've been working since you were 14? Is that something <laughs> that you've always been good at? No, absolutely <laughs> not. I had no concept of it. So yeah. the the shift for me happened it's funny because I've been a business owner, even when I worked in corporate. Yeah. So when I had a full-time job, I had a business on the side. When okay. I came into business, I learned the, you know, team no sleep. I hustle hard. Mm. I grind it out. Like that's the culture of entrepreneurship yeah. that I grew up in. Okay. And since I was working a full-time job beside it, it, it kind of, and it also fit in with my achievement-oriented personality, <laughs> right? Right. So my first 11 years in business, whether it was a part-time business or full-time business, was just, was the grind. It was Mm. just like, I make it happen. You know, you know, it was just that mindset of doing things primarily in my own strength. Yeah. The shift happened. So I was at church. Our pastor was doing a sermon about uh, Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30. And then, and most people are familiar with this scripture where Jesus is talking about, you know, come to me, all of those who are weary, you'll find rest for your Mm -hmm. souls. And he talks about how his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Right. But our pastor read it in the message, and I had never heard it before. And it says, are you tired, worn out, 
burnt out on religion, come to me. Get away with me and you will recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me, work with me, watch how I do it. Learn the Mm -hmm. unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you will learn to live freely and lightly. Wow. Jordan. Wow. Yeah. When I heard that, it was like my whole soul (laughs) cried. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) All of that. I need that. Yeah. Right. Whatever that is. Yeah. Show me that. And that was that was that that transition Mm. point. So then it started with, okay, well, what does that look like? What is an unforced rhythm of your grace? What does it look like to walk with you, to work with you, to watch how you do it? And so that began the journey for me. That changed Mm. everything, honestly. And uh-huh. so now I've had nine years of work life operating that way. Prior to that, eleven years of the grind, right. <laughs> and which and which has been more profitable for you? It has been more profitable to yeah. my whole being. Oh yeah, to do business and partnership with God. Mm-hmm. Now, when I left, now I'm gonna I'm gonna give you real real talk. Financially, in the beginning, doing business full time outside of my very thriving corporate career. Mm-hmm. It took me 10 years financially to yeah. bring in into my household what I did in my corporate mm-hmm. years. Yeah. But I but all of those years we were always covered. It was all, you know, he was provision. Right. You know? Yeah. And so I still don't even look, even if you know, but if you look at the fullness of life, mm-hmm. exponentially more profitable yeah. for the well-being right. of myself, my family, and everyone who I'm called to impact. Yeah. And now also financially as well. Yeah. To do business in partnership with God by the mm-hmm. power of his grace instead of doing all the things. Yeah. By my own strength, my yeah. own abilities, you know, yeah. my own wisdom, my own experiences. <laughs> it's funny how he he takes care of you when you listen. He really does. Yeah. And so when we align ourselves with his heart, his mind concerning mm-hmm. ourselves, concerning the things that we're putting our hands to, whether you're working in a corporate job or a business, you know, when you get his heart concerning the people that are around you, you know, mm-hmm. aligned with his mindset concerning all this stuff, man, like his grace, his grace, it's like, it's a, it's, it's like a divine enablement. It's like a yeah. divine empowerment that helps us do all the things that we're yeah. called to do. Right. <laughs> do all the things that we're right. called to be. Yeah. And that's that's way more powerful than us just kind of coming up with all the things and the you know the the expectations of what we think we should be doing, how we should be doing them, when should we be doing them, and how long we should be doing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Well, now you you love mentoring. We love mentoring. <laughs> you know, there's a there's a tie in right there, but you know, it's so you you I'm assuming mentor entrepreneurs a lot yes. or mainly. And you know, so uh, you know, you said entrepreneurs, we don't always know balance very well. Um, so, you know, if you are, if you were mentoring someone, let's say who, I mean, they were just desperately seeking balance, um, but they just, they couldn't get it right. You know, they just couldn't figure it out. Uh, I, let's say, what are three things, you know, if that's all you could tell them, what are three things that you would make sure that they would just ingrain into their life and just their way of thinking that would help them find that balance? Okay. So the first thing I would deal with would be mindset and heart. Mm-hmm. And so it would be wrap your identity around who you are in Christ as a beloved daughter, as a beloved son, know that you are not, you know, life isn't 
meant to be a performance driven achievement driven experience, mm-hmm. you know? So first I would be tackling that, that aspect and just okay. being secure and firmly rooted in that aspect of identity. Yeah. Okay. So that would be the first thing I tackle. Okay. Then I would also on the other, also on the mindset I would be tackling. And by the way, God desires to be involved in all of it. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to live a compartmentalized life. So he cares about your work life, your family life, and all he cares about all of it. And he has strategy and wisdom and favor for all of it that you can mm-hmm. walk out. So I would first be dealing with the mindset and the heart. So that would be one. Then on the super duper practical side of what that looks like, I'll tell you the best thing for this is for married, and then I'll switch it for those who aren't. For me, I'm married. One mm-hmm. of the best things that my husband and I have done in our marriage is that every single week. We have set aside time to have a conversation and we go out on our little date and we have a conversation that talks about all the things Mm. we talk about the family. We talk about what's going on with us. We talk about what's going on with our respective businesses. We talk about all the things we're involved in. We've done that for probably 15, gosh, probably for about 14, 13, 14 years now. It has been one of the most powerful. We do not miss a week. Oh, we wow. don't miss it. Wow. And it's been super powerful because it helps us to get ahead. It helps us to maintain the harmony mm. in the family, yeah. to get in front of things before they become big things. If they yeah. are, if they're medium-sized things have to, to go <laughs> God together before they become big things, you right. know, whatever that is, it's really helped us get ahead of it. And I think even if you're not married, that you could even do this with yourself. Yeah. Where you're doing almost like a check-in. So mm-hmm. just like I'm checking in with my spouse and we're talking about all the things with the kids. If you are, whether you're a single parent or you're not a parent at all, but you're not married, you could be doing a check. It could be a check, you and Jesus check. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on in all these areas and getting mm-hmm. a sense for how life is operating. Right. You know, where, where am I exalting my own strength abilities and all of that more mm-hmm. than the, the power of God's grace in my life in this particular area? All yeah. the areas that I'm doing, that I'm doing, the, I'm carrying the anxiety, carrying all of those things. Okay, Jesus, I don't want to carry that. You said I don't have to. So help me to work through this. And right. I need strategy, right? right? So I think that just on a practical, from a practical level, that's something that people can do. Yeah. Um, and then you, you gave me three. So I think the third thing I would suggest for anybody is to uh, be willing to have one of the first things I did to make a grace over grind kind of shift in my life was to surrender all things. I didn't just say, hey, I'm going to have my devotional time, read my Bible, uh, say my prayer, sing a couple of worship songs, and then move on with my life. I shifted my lifestyle to one of even in my work. I'm surrendering this to-do list to you, Lord. So here's, mm-hmm. you know, what's your heart concerning even this work week? What's your heart concerning this business? What's your heart concerning the people that I'm serving? Because I wanted to align my heart and my thoughts with his concerning right. my work life. And mm-hmm. so the first step of that was being super intentional about being willing to have my thoughts, but yet surrender those to him so that mm-hmm. I can get his input his guidance be led by his spirit and what I'm doing just on a daily operational aspect of my work life. So mm-hmm. those would be the three things that okay. I'd focus in on first. I think they're great. <laughs> they <laughs> changed well, my I'm, life for sure. I, yeah. Well, and I, and I love the, I'll call it pulse check, that second one. I mean, and it's something that we've talked about a few times on our content, but I mean, that's just so important for like a, a ton of different things. I mean, there's, and this exists, I promise, but there's like this anxiety journal that I want to get because like it has these pages and it's kind of like what you said, it has these check-in type questions and 
you know, you don't have to do with anybody else. You can do it by yourself. And it, it kind of, I know they've been designed to kind of guide you through this, like come down off the ledge kind of process <laughs> and, you know, but yeah, no, I lo- Hey, do you, do you have that? Cause if not, Hey, get on that. <laughs> well, I, I don't have an anxiety journal, but yeah. after, interestingly, yeah. after I wrote grace over grind, one of the readers reached out to me because they were led to create this journal called daily business meetings with God oh. in it. You know, she just created a journal to kind of walk yeah. through what are the things, what are your thoughts concerning these things, Lord? What are the things that I'm carrying that, you know, that you desire to take off of my shoulders, yeah. you know, all yeah. of that stuff. And so yeah. she created it. It's called Daily Business Meetings with God. You can get it on Amazon. It's really awesome. great. Hey, ooh, I, I will find that and we will link that. That sounds, I need that. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Oh, man. Well, before we head out, um, do you have anything else that you want to share? You know, I just really want to encourage everyone listening about just the the presence, the active presence of God in our lives. Mm-hmm. And because when we maintain that awareness and know that we can live and work in his rest, like he is the person of rest, like he is rest. Right. Right. So as opposed to feeling like we have to strive for rest, you know, like we can actually live in this perpetual state, if we're aware. Mm-hmm of rest Hmm. in our lives because we're, we are actively aware of the presence of God in the midst of it while we're doing our dishes, while we're dealing with our kids, while we're dealing with our spouses, while we're doing our work or we're, you know, in the meeting in that, in that corporate meeting around the conference uh, conference table that he is there, he is present and that he has strategy and wisdom along with all the other wonderful things that are part of, you know, the person of Christ with us. Hmm. And just to lean into that, it changes everything. I'm so glad you joined me for this conversation today with Shay. For more information about today's episode, just go to forwardwoman.org slash Shay. That's the number four, W-O-R-D-W-O-M-E-N.org slash S-H-A-E. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to Work, Love, Pray on your favorite listening platform and leave us a review. That review will actually help more people discover Work, Love, Pray, so your feedback is greatly appreciated. As you move forward on your journey to work, love, and pray, well, don't forget to make time for real talk grounded in truth.